coming up on this episode of Coordinated. Uh, Middletown's vision mirrors my personal vision, which basically, to sum it up, is to do good for all, improve student life, and help all those around us, me, everyone, grow. Greetings, AP Coordinators. It's Season 3 of Coordinated. Also known as the most wonderful time of the year for anyone in education, summer is finally here. And to keep our faithful listeners engaged at an appropriate level, we have some lighter content to cover. Not as much conversation about policies and deadlines and AP registration and ordering. So please, relax. We coordinators, we have earned it. Kick back, grab your favorite summertime beverage, and enjoy the conversation. Derek Kometa here. Along with myself, Rachel McBride, welcome to The Show for AP Coordinators. Welcome to Coordinated. AP Coordinators. In this episode, a special treat. On this show... We often chat with experienced AP coordinators to share their stories and lessons learned from their many years of experience. However, this year, this year in many ways, we were all new coordinators as we navigated through multiple testing windows and, at many schools, navigated through both paper and pencil AP exams and digital versions as well. What a year to be a rookie AP coordinator. And on that note, joining Rachel today is Dennis Soares. Dennis is an assistant principal at Middletown High School in Rhode Island. In addition to his administrative duties, he also, you guessed it, just completed his first year as an AP coordinator. So please, Kick back, enjoy the conversation. It's time to hear from Rachel and the man who self-proclaims himself to be the Rook. Today, we are zooming off to Rhode Island, where Patriots fans are in abundance, summer is in full swing, and AP coordinator and assistant principal of Middletown High School, Dennis Soares, is ready to give us some insight into his experience as an AP coordinator rookie. Dennis, welcome to Coordinated. We're so happy to have you. Thanks so much, Rachel and Derek. Pleasure to be here. Super excited. Awesome. And, and Dennis, I'm not sure if you know this, but I am from Cleveland, born and raised a Browns fan. So I couldn't help but notice, as I see in your office over Zoom, is that a picture of Bill Belichick, the former Browns head coach, on your wall? What a nice tribute. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is, Rachel. Thanks for noticing. I just want to clarify that it is Bill Belichick, the New England Patriots head coach, and the winningest coach in football. Just for the record, <laughs> Rachel, I am reporting live from Patriots country, and the Patriots are coming for you. Oh boy. All right. Well, Browns are ready. So <laughs> thanks for playing along. A little football rivalry is healthy and, and just thought we should get that out of the way. So Dennis, take us to Middletown High School, Rhode Island. Where exactly is your school located? Racial football rivalry is always fun, but right. uh, absolutely. <laughs> but on a serious note, our high school is located in Middletown, Rhode Island. We are actually located on a smaller island within Rhode Island. We're one of three towns on an island called Aquidneck Island, which is what I was referring to. 
Uh, we are surrounded by beaches and many tourist attractions. Lots to do here in Middletown, Rhode Island. Sounds awesome. I'm a little jealous already. And I'm curious about your school as well. Tell us a little bit about Middletown High School. Sure, Rachel. Our school has approximately 600 students. We have students from all over the world attending our high school, as we have a Naval War College located on the island as well. Additionally, we have a wide range of course offerings, many different sports and extracurricular activities, and of course, lots of school pride. So Middletown High School is home of the Islanders. We'll call the Islanders simply because we're located on the small island as I was discussing earlier. We'll call Middletown because we're located in the middle. I also invite you to check out our town's film. It's called Our Town Middletown. You can find it on our YouTube, Middletown RI's YouTube channel if you'd like to learn a little bit more about us. That's pretty cool. I will definitely check that out. Um, and very logical reasoning behind your name, Middletown and the Islanders. I right. can certainly appreciate right. that. <laughs> yeah. Right. And on a personal note, is Rhode Island home for you? It is, Rachel. I was born and raised in Tiverton, Rhode Island, but currently reside in Farver, Massachusetts, which borders Tiverton. My commute is short, roughly one hour round trip, but it's a good, it's a good but short ride. Prior to Middletown, I was a world language chairperson and Portuguese teacher. I did that at Tiverton High School. Outside education, as we already hit upon Bill, Bill Belichick, I'm uh -huh. a huge <laughs> Red Sox and Celtics fan. We love, like our, we love our local professional sports here in southern New England. <laughs> Out, outside of sports, I enjoy physical activity, working out and such. I love the idea of competition and goal setting to perform better. And lastly, a fun round fact for you, Rachel. Okay, Rhode Island is home of America's best flavored milk, which is coffee milk. So, uh -huh. we okay. we, Rachel, <laughs> we actually have a huge coffee syrup facility here in Rhode Island. It's our state drink. And if you ever come visit me, I really invite you to try it out. I will definitely try it out. I didn't even know states had drinks, so <laughs> state drink. And you may be our first coordinated guest to be so well-traveled on a daily basis. Two states every day. I right, like right, right, right. Um, <laughs> now, the question that all coordinators have an answer to, we want to know more about your journey into education. What brought you to Middletown uh, High School? No, that's a great question, Rachel. Prior to Middletown High School, as I, as I said earlier, I hit upon earlier, I taught Portuguese at Tiverton High School. Currently, I have a bachelor's degree, a master's degree, and a CAGS. I'm currently an EDD student at Northeastern University, uh, located, located in Boston. An opportunity came my way to be an administrator in Middletown, alongside the stellar reputation for ensuring the success for all students. It was very appetizing for me. Currently, I'm completing my fifth year in Middletown, fourth as an assistant principal. I served as dean of students for a year here in Middletown. Uh, Middletown's vision mirrors my personal vision, which basically, to sum it up, is to do good for all, improve student life, and help all those around us, me, everyone grow. Very simple, Rachel. Yeah, that sounds amazing. And I'd have to say that that is a pretty incredible educational journey. And I love your motto, do good. I really think this is awesome. Thank and you. your passion, your passion is evident. I think your students and staff are so fortunate to have you. Thank you, Rachel. At the end of the day, it's all about the students and doing good form for them. It's my little Rhode Island accent for you. This position allows me to do that for sure. And I'm so fortunate to be where I am, working with phenomenal staff and students. In addition to my assistant principal role, I'm also a strong believer in restorative practices. It's important for me to understand students from their perspective while restoring harm and building relationships with them. Restorative Praxis gives us the tools to do this and that's been a huge component to our success here in Middletown. 
Hi, everyone. I'm Carly Suge, high school counselor and AP coordinator. As an AP coordinator, I know at times it can seem like we are all alone at our schools. It's not a great feeling. But like any good counselor, I do have a solution to offer. Consider attending a free online AP coordinator workshop this summer. I've personally attended these workshops and found them to be so valuable. Not only did I get the latest updates from the AP program, it was also great to collaborate with other coordinators and shake that feeling of being all alone. These workshops are perfect for both new and experienced AP coordinators. We learn about getting the school year started, setting up AP registration and ordering, enrolling students, and ordering exams. I especially enjoy watching the live demos. Plus, the best practices and interactive conversation always help to improve my efficiency and productivity. Who doesn't love that? The workshops are led by experienced AP coordinators who work in schools and districts just like us. They are hosted online over Zoom, three hours long, and free of charge. Last summer, a majority of the workshops filled to capacity. To give yourself the maximum amount of scheduling options, don't delay. Go to collegeboard.org slash AP coordinator training to register right now. We'll put a link in the show notes of this episode as well. Don't miss out. The workshops are highly rated. In fact, one might even say they are good as gold. See you there. Dennis, we are back. Experienced and rookie AP coordinators alike are eager to hear a little bit more about your first year as AP coordinator and what a year it has to be to be a rookie, right? Right, Rachel, <laughs> you, you're telling me. I know. So from the looks of it, though, you are still smiling, which is great. <laughs> Rachel, I am. I, I got to tell you, smiling, styling like my friend Derek as always. Oh, boy. <laughs> Yeah, but back on a serious note, it was challenging at times, but I just kept pushing and grinding and stood golden the whole time. Uh, if I were to rewind time, however, and change one thing about my year as AP coordinator, I would have held more meetings with AP students. Okay. Uh, I was very fortunate to work with skilled AP teachers who helped me manage the deadlines for me. Uh, but when testing students, I wish I had spoken to them more as an AP coordinator to help myself, to help me organize rather more effectively. Got it. Makes sense. <laughs> right, right, right. Yep. I was well organized, but my first year as AP coordinator, it felt like playing quarterback for the first time. Rachel, lots of preps, push-ups, chicken and rice, but when the boot meets the leather, the butterflies came, and that's how I felt walking into my first AP exam. I can imagine, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rachel, Rachel, my heart was racing, and it was all worked up, but uh, it ended up working out at the end. Funny story for you, though, uh, during one of the AP administration sessions, uh, I was reaching for something across my desk. I spilt my coffee all over the desk. Oh. And luckily, no one saw or heard it, but there was a very tired AP coordinator at the end of the day. I can imagine. <laughs> right. Oh, my gosh. On a positive note, the manuals were extremely helpful, and this podcast was a go-to for the questions I had. I literally listened to certain episodes several times. Rachel, f another funny story for you while I'm, while I'm at it. Good, yeah. <laughs> while, while, it. I, while at the gym on a treadmill, the guy to my right is listening to ACDC or whatever he wants to listen to. <laughs> and I'm on a treadmill listening to my man, Derek Cometa, talking about APR, digital <laughs> testing, and APID labels. I love it. I can picture it now. I mean, who wouldn't want to work out to the soothing voices on Coordinated, right? Oh, <laughs> and super, the spill coffee. Super, super soothing, let me tell you. Super soothing, yeah. Um, and the, yeah, the spilled coffee, we have all been there. Those testing weeks are exhausting and that coffee is so important. 
But again, like I said, you're still smiling and energetic. So you somehow manage to balance your administrative duties along with your AP coordinating duties during a pandemic. And that alone sounds pretty heroic to me. So how are you you so fortunate? Yeah, absolutely. How, How are you so fortunate to assume the role of AP coordinator? Well, previously, the school principal assumed the role as AP coordinator while I I handled the SAT, PSAT, and state testing responsibilities. Uh, She since retired in June, and I wish her nothing but the best. And I inquired about assuming the role from the new principal to help him with transition to give me more experience with college board testing and, of course, AP examination. Right. So I thought to myself, if I've mastered SATs, PSATs, and whatnot, I should be able to crush the AP administration, no problem. <laughs> right. But, but let me tell you something. What I didn't realize is how different the procedures were. It required a lot of extra work, but I was really extre- I was extremely, extremely grateful for the experience because I've gained so much knowledge from being the AP coordinator for the year. Uh, I learned a lot. There are a lot of uh, students and teachers who also counted on me to lead this program. So I was very fortunate to have their support throughout the school year. Absolutely. And that's a pretty valuable lesson uh, to learn. AP exams are a whole different ballgame, aren't they? <laughs> right. I right, appreciate. True. Yeah. And I appreciate your willingness, of course, to reflect on all of this as a valuable learning experience, too. That certainly speaks to your dedication to helping students meet their goals. And your AP program sounds like it's growing. Yes, it definitely is. We had 200 exams ordered this year. Actually, on my end, I thought that was a high number. But actually, when I participated in the live Zoom meets this past year, I learned that 200 was just a fraction of what larger schools had. But but keep in mind, Rachel, we're a smaller high school, but our AP program is definitely strong at heart. (laughs) I like it. Right. Thanks. Students who take an AP course are not required to participate in AP exams as well. We have students who love the challenge and rigor of of an AP course, but don't love the idea of taking a test so we give those opportunities to them to challenge themselves in an AP course. However, next year we are considering incentivizing students to take the AP exam. As I personally feel that we have students who would perform well but who, not, who don't take the exam. Uh, but that's TBA currently. Understood. Got it. <laughs> and one last thing, we currently offer roughly 19 AP courses and plan to add two new courses next year. So we're building, Rachel, know that we have a rookie AP coordinator doing it as well. But it's still pretty overwhelming. Uh, Yes, I know. I've been there. Um, But that's great that it's growing like that. And chances are that every AP coordinator listening can remember the challenges of that first year in the role, even if your numbers seem smaller than other schools, like you said. I'm hoping the recent AP exam testing season went well for you. Overall, Rachel, the AP administration session went pretty smooth. A couple of hiccups here and there, but nothing I couldn't handle. I just wanted everything to go well for the students. On a side note, we also offered AP exams to homeschool students who seemed very grateful for the opportunity. That is awesome. This was such a challenging year, and the fact that your school was able to do that is just great. And I know it probably goes without saying, this was a crazy year and a long test administration. What challenges did you encounter? Well, Rachel, my biggest challenge was getting the AP payments in on time. I uh, set a deadline a week prior to the College Board deadline, as I knew I would have a few late payments trickling in. Yeah, organizing, proc- organizing proctors was a little bit of a challenge as well because we're a small school. Real estate in the building is super hard to come by. And we, had, and we had an AP session actually that required three different administrations due to accommodations. Also, I didn't want to pull teachers to proctor as the students needed them for instruction due to the instructional loss this year. I was able to solicit help at the end, but those little things can be a high stressor. Small shout out, though, our school's SSD, Michelle Murphy, and our school's main office secretary, Maria Dollar, were super instrumental in assisting me in organization proctoring. 
Not having them would be like me showing up to a football game without a helmet. <laughs> I, I feel your pain. Yeah. That's right. The, the, the game was on the line. And they came up big and were as good as gold for sure. Oh, I see what you did there. Yes. And I can definitely relate to that. I rely on my amazing secretary at school so much as well. And as we've said in a few episodes previous to this, it really does take a village. So Dennis, this has been really great. You have been really great. And even though we may disagree on sports teams, I think we can all agree that you are a strong candidate for the unofficial podcast title of AP Coordinator Rookie of the Year. (laughs) Rachel, thank you very much. This was an awesome experience, and hopefully I can be on again with a chat with you both. Absolutely. Uh, (laughs) However, I want you to take note right now, and Derek, make sure you write this down. Next year, I'd like to be in the running for the most improved (laughs) AP Coordinator Award. So don't forget me, but uh, on a serious note, as long as I'm being given the opportunity to do good and grow, then I'm happy. Absolutely. I'll make sure Derek puts your name in the running for that award for sure. Please, please <laughs> and again, I, right. And I love it. Your motto is, is simple and strong. Just do good. And hey, before we go, what advice would you give to coordinators who may be jumping into their first year starting this August? Rachel, I would highly recommend for brand new AP coordinators to attend the summer workshops and also not be afraid to contact other AP coordinators. I found those three components helped me throughout this process, even though the manual had everything I needed. Talking and hearing from other experienced coordinators gave me the sense of calmness throughout the year. Absolutely. That calm is something we are all looking for. And finally, I know you are an avid listener to our podcast, especially on the treadmill. Yes, I am. Yes, I (laughs) am. The gym. So you know this final question is coming, and it's a good one. So, Dennis Soares, what does being an AP coordinator mean to you? Rachel, I had a sneaky suspicion that you're going to be asking me that question. So being an AP coordinator means giving opportunities to students. The students were excited to take the exam as they were given an opportunity to exhibit the skills they acquired throughout the year. I just want to say, Rachel and Derek, once again, I want to thank you both for inviting me on your show. AP Coordinator Nation, I want you to remember that you are as good as gold. Stay golden, everyone. Season 3 of Coordinated is co-authored and co-hosted by Derek Kometa and myself, Rachel McBride. Derek also records, produces, and engineers the show. Our executive producer is Bill Lankenau. Our podcast logo is courtesy of the amazingly talented Amy O. Amy is a rising senior and AP student at Savannah Arts Academy. Our theme song is Good As Gold by Jackie Ray. Jackie is a former AP music theory student at Oakton High School. Thanks also to Edward Biederman, Terry Redekin, and all my colleagues in the AP program for their support of the show. It's truly a blessing to have these moments to engage with my favorite people in all of education. And AP coordinators, please do enjoy your summer break. For all you do, you clearly deserve it. And for all you do, you are truly good as gold. I believe
Let's go.